Hey, this is Eric Davidson, and you're listening to New Voices on District Magazine. In this podcast series brought to you by Terror Records, we introduce you to some of our favourite new artists. For this edition, we welcome Tolu McKay into the studio. Tolu is a Dublin-based singer-songwriter and spoken word artist, and on this episode, she discusses spreading positivity, not only through her creative work, but in every facet of her life. She also speaks about her academic career and how it overlaps into her sound and music. Enjoy the show. Thanks for joining me. No problem. Thank you for Straight having me. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is probably going to go out after the event, but uh, Girl Code is this weekend. Yes, it is on Saturday. Yeah, are you excited? I am. I'm really excited. It's going to be great. So you performed at the first one, but are you quite involved in, in Girl Code in general? Um, no, I'm not involved with like the whole event and managed planning or anything. It's mm. just... If they need me, I'm like, yeah, definitely, I'm yeah. down. Yeah, but um, in terms of like the whole management, the girls handle it. Yeah, yeah it's such a such a good crew. Of people. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. They're really yeah. good. Yeah. Every every lineup is like amazing. Yeah, like, taking off. Lists I know. Of I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I actually cannot wait. It's gonna be so good. Amazing. Do you like? Um, why do you feel a collective like that is important in 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 modern Irish music in particular? Um, well, in terms of like girls coming along and just, you know, finding a voice or finding a space for them to just create and be confident in doing what they do best, mm-hmm. I think is really important because, I mean, every different kind of venue or every kind of different event has a certain style or aesthetic that they want, mm-hmm. but having something that just kind of is for girls but obviously anyone can watch, mm-hmm. I think is important. So it kind of shows a different demographic. Um, in comparison to just any other kind of events, it's different. I think that's what makes it unique. For sure, I, like I was gonna say as well, like in terms of your uh, styles, it's, it's so diverse. You know, yeah. you like implement like spoken word and and like you know neo soul, and then there's like even more like pop leaning yeah, stuff. So exactly. that's like sort of representative of what they do as exactly, well. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, because, it's like super interesting. Yeah, when you go to like different events, they don't have it may just be for R and B, and maybe there isn't that many diverse females that do R and B, or mm. maybe. Um, if it's like hip hop, there isn't that many hip hop um, female singers. So having like something like Girl Code and putting out events for just like girls to showcase what they have, they you can see the different type of genres that are yeah. out there. Be it jazz, be it pop, be it soul. You get to see and experience everything. Mm. It's like it's super interesting that you say like the visibility of um, females in hip hop and Ireland. Yeah. That's obviously something that is like you know as as. Irish hip hop fans, it's something that there definitely needs to be more of. And oh yeah, definitely. And the thing with like hip hop is, is that it's not only hip hop that you see. Like mm. there's so like there's people doing jazz and mm. there's girls doing just soul mm. or girls just doing like alternative R and B. Like what's that? <laughs> you exactly. know. Yeah, so yeah. showcasing that is like really important. Amazing. Because um, in your track uh, reflection. It's yeah. the, the spoken word element at the oh, end. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just something that I've never heard in Irish <laughs> music know. before. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I was really scared about that, actually. <laughs> I think that's why I did not promote it as much, because I was like, oh, I don't think anyone's <laughs> going to get what I'm trying to do. Yeah, yeah. No, it was amazing. Thank you. Yeah. I honestly, have ne- I, I, I was racking my brain to see if I could think of something like that yeah. that's been released here before, and I, had, I couldn't think of anything. Hey. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, in terms of that song, how, how did that um, song come about? And I know you said there that you're sort of like, you're reluctant to push it, but like was the yeah. reaction good when you did eventually oh the to- reaction was really good like it took me I think it was just basically me because it was my very first song of me like releasing um it took me like six months to finally decide okay I'm gonna release it we're just gonna put it out whatever happens happens but the way it came about was it was through spoken word 
Um, I think around that time I was like hanging around with like Feli Speaks, yeah. you know, yeah. So um, she was like, oh, hey, come to the studio thing. It'll be really good. And I was like, okay, cool. And I didn't have a song, but I was like, okay, you know what? I can make this into a song. So I had a friend, um, they're called um, Raji Music. They make beats for me. So they made a beat and I was like, okay, let me see if I can incorporate this into a song. And I did. But then there was a specific part in the poem that I couldn't do anything to. So I was like, you know what, let me just leave this as spoken um, word and just do whatever flows in yeah. the studio. And that's how the song came about. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's such a good, um, I was going to say reflection. I shouldn't say the word reflection, <laughs> but it's such a good reflection. I will just say it. Fuck it. Go on. <laughs> of, where, of, of an artist early in their career. I, yeah. think, I think a lot of people um, share those feelings, you know, yeah. like artists at that early stage of their career like you know maybe uncertain about direction maybe not maybe yeah. you know maybe like totally you know tunnel vision of where they want to go literally yeah but it's like that mixture of like fear and, and oh yeah like that was oh, that the intention that yeah. is definitely the intention like yeah. it's like me seeing two different sides of me yeah it's like who i know i am and then who i want to be yeah but then they're like conflicting because they don't know how we want to get there but it's like you know what at the end of the day i believe in you i see the way you see i feel the way you feel those are the lyrics of the song yeah the song. <laughs> Yeah, so it's just me kind of like battling with my mind and trying to like, you know, uh, be the reflection that I see myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you use social media um, to, you know, speak about sort of self-worth and ambition too. Oh, yes. So is that like, is that another part of, you know, um, is that is that something that you want other artists to see or like what's the sort of reasoning behind the reason behind? I think there? for myself, um, coming to Dublin and just like leaving uni and then coming into, you know, adulthood, mm. I kind of had to just, it was hard. It was difficult because I was on my own. It was like real world. Nothing was supporting me. I had to get a job, you know, support myself. So like all this like conflicting ideas of who I am or, you know, who I thought I was supposed to be, mm-hmm. my self-worth, my self-love, all of that. I was trying to learn or trying to learn who it is that I'm supposed to be all over again. Mm. So it wasn't only for me, but it was for everyone. Like I'm the type of artist, I believe anyways, that wants to sing about songs and experiences that I have gone through or experiences that I know everyone is kind of going through. Because if I'm able to do that, then I know it'll connect or someone will find something in the song mm. to enjoy yeah so self-love is really important to me anyways yeah, yeah. it's just interesting because you know like with, with a song it can be interpreted in so many ways yeah but like with social media it's like say you publish a quote say someone doesn't even listen to the words of a song sometimes they're just vibing with it yeah but then like when you publish a quote or like if you say like you know uh you know something something that tries to elevate someone else they actually yeah. have to read it oh yeah so it's like the two sort of sides of your um uh, sort of yeah pu- pushing those energies I think mm-hmm. yes yeah. exactly I agree um, do does your academic background uh, come into play in terms of your creativity at all oh yeah 100% yeah. so, <laughs> so just for I clarity, studied yeah. I studied psychology and philosophy yeah. in NUIG Galway um, yeah I didn't even know that I loved psychology as much as I did until I kind of like came out of it I was supposed to the reason why I came to Dublin was because of the music obviously and also because I was studying in Trinity but I didn't know how difficult it was going to be trying to like balance like so many things at once you know working in uni full-time and then trying to do this music career as well it was just I couldn't handle it so um yeah dropped out of uni (laughs) in Trinity (laughs) but it's fine we may get there again um but um the, the way it kind of like comes together is I'm very introspective and with psychology and knowing that having like a good wellness or knowing that 
your mind is so important to how you relate with the world and how you interact with people. It it was it definitely does resonate with the way I write my songs or the way I view the world around me and experiences. That's why I write the way I write, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and at one point you were an aspiring neuropsychologist and an insp- aspiring musician as well. Is, <laughs> yes. that, is that still the case? Oh my God, yes it is. Yeah. Like I'm, I, th- I feel like I'm like super ambitious because I can kind of see, like I, I had this like idea, like when I'm like 40, I'm going to have like this firm for like, um, like for like psychologists that will be working on different projects to help people with mental disabilities and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff all in different parts of the world. Yeah, like that's the type of things I want to do. I don't know if I'll ever achieve becoming my own neuropsychologist, but I'd love to work with a group of psychologists Mm -hmm. and do something that will be very beneficial, even in the music industry as well as outside. Yeah. And and I I think I read an interview before that that sort of stems from your mom's work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so like just maybe just... So my mom is like, she's she's always been like really supportive. But I think the year that I was like, I'd love to like do some sort of like NGO was because um, I think it was 2014. We all went for holidays, um, Christmas holidays. And she's always been like telling us about like these little things that she would do, like going to different villages and making food um, during the New Year's. So like my granny would make food during the New Year's and on the first um, after coming back from church, we'll hand out food to different areas or people that are less privileged and um, it was really hard to see like other people's reality in comparison to you. Like I just I, like before I went there, I was complaining like throughout the whole thing. I was like, oh, my God, it's hot. Why am I here? Oh, I'm so tired. And then you're over there like giving food to people um, who don't have hands, who are blind, who can't walk. And you're like, why the hell am I complaining? Yeah. Like we even went to um, a prison camp where they don't have um you know access to like government funds and all that kind of stuff Mm. and we saw a few of the prisoners some of them were in for crimes that you know bad situations they were there at the wrong time Mm. they don't have bail so they're there for like years Mm. because there's no one to help them Mm. and even just giving them food or giving them some sort of comfort was all they really wanted and yeah having that and see my mom be that kind of person kind of made me want to like made me more caring and realize that you know I'm not in my own little box there's so much going on that I should kind of put myself and involve myself in Mm. and yeah it's it's interesting it sort of relates back to what I was saying about using your platform do you feel it's it's important as an artist as your platform and your sort of um you know reach grows do you think it's important for you to to use that reach not you know for those sort of things as well as like will you be able do you feel like you'll be able to use Tony Mackay as like a as a thing that's external to music I hope so yes definitely um I think the the bigger I get um hopefully (laughs) um the bigger I get I want to definitely do some good um because I as much as I am a singer and as much as I am a songwriter there's so many different elements to me um I don't want to be just stuck in one box I do I want to try and find out as many things as I can about myself and do as much as I can with the little time that I have on this earth yeah Mm -hmm. um cool so I think it'd be cool to talk about the actual uh, live performance and music element yes so can you maybe give me a little background on the uh Tonu um 
experience, the the show. Oh, my show. Yeah. yeah. Show, yeah. So basically, the Tulumake experience was an introduction. And the reason why I say it's an introduction is because I don't want to say that it's a, um, a main show or a showcase of who I am yet. It's an introduction because... Um, it's like, hi, I'm here, I exist. You'll see more and you'll hear more about me. But the experience in of itself was it was kind of like a cool vibe for people to see that... Well, I don't know how to explain it because it was kind of like if you were there, you would honestly just feel the ambience in the air. Yeah. Um, I just got so many ideas from different people and I think one of the, the most touching... One was um, we got people to write like little notes of what they felt of, felt about the show um, during or after, however they felt. And people were just like, oh, it was so inspiring. And during my own set, um, I did a freestyle. I know it's like, whoa, she did a freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I did a freestyle and I'm quite comfortable doing freestyles because that's the way I come up with my ideas mm-hmm. anyways. So it was fun interacting with the audience as well as um, working with the band with me. And then coming up with a song on the spot. Um, there was a guy um, that was there. He, I think he just moved to Ireland three days ago. And um, I was like, oh, can someone give me um, a feeling? And I think someone said, I don't even know. I think it was like sadness or something. Someone said, And then I asked for someone to give me a situation. And the guy said, oh, away from home. And then I asked for a genre. So the genre was um, soul. So on the spot, we made a song and... I was even getting emotional because the words that I was saying started becoming, I was relating it to my own experiences Mm -hmm. and missing home, missing my family. And he could feel that too. Like he felt that engaged. He had to come and tell me. Yeah, It was just like having those little moments. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's just one moment out of everything that happened. Like that's what I continuously want in every single show or everything that I plan to do. I want to feel that connection. It's I want to be that kind of immersive experience as opposed to yes. just like you on the stage and the audience yeah. here. No, yeah. like we all cry together, we all laugh yeah. together. <laughs> no, it was it was it was amazing. Yeah, and the the intimate setting and everything must have added to it too. Yes, one hundred percent. And we dimmed the lights, so yeah. all we had was like the fairy lights. Um, shout out to Girl Code again because <laughs> they came and helped me to like set up and everything. Um, oh, the ambience was just it was magical. Like that's the word to use. It really was magical. Amazing. Um, and in terms of new music, where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> um, new music. So I have two that I've kind of been teasing people with. I, it's on my set list and I used it um, at my experience, the show. Um, but I'm tweaking it. Every time that I do play it, I tweak it a little bit for the next performance so that it's not as similar. Because by the time people hear it, it's going to be like, oh, we know that song, but it's completely different. Um, so there will be new music um next year none for this year (laughs) yeah (laughs) next year a lot of new music i have a few things that i'm working on and i'm really really excited about yeah so when the new music comes out yeah um and it all goes to plan Mm -hmm. where do you see yourself in like maybe 12 months maybe five years maybe 10 years okay i see in the next 12 months i want to do a lot of collaboration work with as many different artists as possible here in ireland and also um, abroad, like places in Denmark, Netherlands, UK, Ar- um, obviously in Ireland, um, USA, like just different places, even like Nigeria or go to like South Africa because I love the sounds that's there as well. Um, I, I want to create sounds from just really crazy things or different things that, ex- um, that inspire me. I think that would be pretty cool. 
um, yeah, so that's like maybe in the next five years or so, or 12 to five years. Yeah, and I want to like play in arenas and stadiums and really cool spots. <laughs> Make my mama proud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That would be really cool. <laughs> um, amazing. Thank, Thank you, you so much for joining me. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for listening. New Voices is brought to you by Tara Records. For more information on how to get Christmas sorted, hit up tararecords.ie or head into their Dawson Street or O'Connell Street stores. <laughs>